First Peter chapter 1 tonight, I, I wanted to preach in somewhere else, but God laid me to this on my heart. I've been dwelling on this, watching the things that's going on in this world. I, it, it just seems like we're in a mess today. And uh, how, how are you going to get out of a mess? Have you, have you ever found yourself in a place that you said, how did I get here? And then you step back and say, now how in the world am I going to get out of this? We're, we're there right now. Our country is there right now. Our world is right there right now. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, it says, Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to His abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. To an inheritance incorruptible, undefiled, and the fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in that last time. Let us pray. Father, we just come before you, Lord, tonight. Thank you for your mercy and grace and love. Father, we just ask you to help us and touch us, Lord. Lift us up and encourage us in the day where we live in. Father, we'll praise you for all that you do. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. It, it seems like America is more on our minds today as a nation than it's ever been before. When, when I think about America, I think about the arrogancy of America. It saddens me that about the pride and the self-centered spirit that we live in the world today. The, the generation we have today, they're all about me. I think about the arrogancy of America and how they have uh, spit in the face of God. I think about the apathy of America in our churches, in our pews, in our pulpits. The complacency has settled into people. They, they have enjoyed the modern convenience, the modern convenience of America to the point that it has caused many have become numb to the things of God. And they're no longer willing to pay the price that comes for freedom and for Christianity. Think about the activity of America. That in our days, in our time, the sin has been elevated to an all-time high. We've legalized it. We've enjoyed it in this nation. We have praised sin to the point that it seems like morality and decency has been placed on the shelf. And perversion of sin and the corruption of sin has been pumped into the minds of our young children today and our young people today like has never been before. And that burdens my soul tonight. I think about the apostasy of America. Her, her silence the voices of past that used to ring out. Preachers that would stand for what was right and preach without apology, without fear, and without favor of man of government. The voices of America who has kept this nation going in the direction that it needed to be going have become silent today. Men are more interested in paychecks, more interested in, in keeping things the way they are. Many preachers today will tell you that there's no more pressure today than there's a compromise that we have in this world today. 
to say something or about something or somebody or, or sin, you have to compromise. If you take a stand, you have a voice, you become the villain. You're the outcast. They don't want to hear you no more. I, I see America not like the country that I was born in and raised up in. But I, I see that we're in a mess tonight. And something has to change. Something has to give. And it has to start in the house of God with the people of God. It cannot start outside with our government. It cannot start with your neighbor. It must start in the house of God until the people in the house of God get a hold of God and get that feeling of God in their life one more time. You'll never see a change in America. We'll lose it. But also as I think about America, I think about the providence of God. How God has brought this nation to where it is today. The founding of America. I think about the provision of God, how God blessed America. He, he's blessing America concerning our forefathers. He blessed us for our freedom. America has experienced financial Freedom, and they have military power, and they have the, uh, the religious freedom like no other nations have ever experienced. When you look down through the times and past the history of America, God has been good to America. And how God took care of her. I think about the plan of God. The great question this hour is, what is the future? Of our nation. What will become of America? She's not mentioned in the latter part of the Bible in the last days. What will happen from here until the last days, until the return of Christ? America may be invaded from the outside and forces. We're, we're set up, we're primed, we're, we're ready for people to invade us like never been before. The Bible talks about the ten countries, the coalition coming together. Maybe America may be in one of those in the end times. I, I believe there's more going on behind the scenes than you and I know. I, I there's, believe there's people that's pulling the strings and pushing the buttons that, that's causing things to happen this way. I, I, I'm telling you, I'm tired of this pandemic and I'm tired of this mass theater. I'm tired of all this stuff. God is still in control. Someday they're going to know who's pulling the strings. Someday they're going to know who's pushing the button. It is not them. It's not the government. It is God sitting on the throne tonight. America may be infected. The moral decay that's going on today. I think about the decline of our nation over the years. How sin is on every hand. Who had ever thought that standing and preaching against sin, you could run the risk of being locked up, shut up, put in prison? Whoever thought that we're, we're at that time now? 
Can I tell you, we're on the threshold for every one of us. May God give us the grace to stand, not to sit down and be silent in these last days. Stand up for Jesus. Be a soldier of the cross, the song says. I can tell you, friend, I want to die on the battlefield. I want to take a stand. I don't want to back up, give up. I don't want to throw the towel in. It's not a time for me to sit down. It is a time for me to start standing up. It is a time now we start proclaiming the name of Jesus. It is time for us to take a stand. The Bible says, suit up the armor of God. It's time to march on. For the glory of God. In the day in which we live in, we need Christian people to stand up for God like it never had been before. When you do that, you're going to be called a rebel. You're going to be called a troublemaker. That's what Ahab called Elijah. One that troubled the nation. What's going to happen when the salt and the light is pulled out of this world? When we pull it out of it, what's going to happen to it? And I do believe the rapture is near. It could happen the very next heartbeat. It could happen to the very next breath. I believe we're on the verge of leaving this world. You could draw your next breath on this side. The next one take and be on the other side. I believe we're that close today. I'm looking forward to that great meeting in the air. I love America. Don't get me wrong. We're not knocking it down. But I love America. I love this country. I served it. I certainly don't like what she's become. When I think about all these things, I think about the church. We're living in a world of chaos today. Here in 1 Peter, Peter's talking about these talks to these Christians that we're also living in a world of chaos. But Peter and these verses have some words of comfort for these Christians in a world of chaos. So I want to preach this little thought. Words of comfort in a world of chaos. Words of comfort in a world of chaos. I've gotten tired of watching the news. Every time Biden comes on, I have to turn the channel and wait till he's gone on because he's got nothing that I want to hear. I find that ABC, CBN, NNN, DEE, or any other of this news station has got nothing that I want to hear. You cannot live by what they're telling you on the news. You better get a hold of this book right here. You better get a hold of the Word of God right here and say, Lord, I need to know what's going on. I need to know what's going to happen. And let me tell you, God will show you what will happen. If I didn't have no hope beyond this world, I would think all hope was gone. 
You, you hear the news and it, it saddens you. It makes you upset. And, and you sit around and say, Lord, how much longer can we take? How much longer can your Christians hold on? Lord, what is going to happen? He said, I got some words of hope for you. I want you to read the scriptures and I want you to find that word of hope for you in your life. Even that you're living in a world of chaos. But I'm here to tell you, when all hope is gone, help is on the way. I promise you, uh, help is about to walk into this world, come into this world, uh, a child of God we have, have never seen before. Uh, thank God he, we're going to hear that sound. We're going to hear that shout uh, like we never heard before. So the internet ain't never heard it. The radio station ain't heard it. The airways don't hear it. There's going to be a sound that says, hey, I'm here. If you're saved, it will be good news from a far country. When I think about this world of chaos, I think about God. And these words of comfort we find here in 1 Peter. The first word has to do with the power of His resurrection. You know tonight that that is where our rest is. It's the power of the resurrection. Peter opens this verse with hope and with honor and with help. He said, verse number three, blessed. That word means uh, to praise or to speak of one that is worthy to speak of. I want to tell you that, that the one Peter is talking about is worthy. He's worthy for praise. He's worthy to be blessed. He has given hope in this hour saying, hey, he's coming. He said, blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's talking about the sovereign and he's talking about the Savior. I want to tell you tonight, I'm glad God is still sovereign. I'm glad Jesus still saves tonight. He is God of all ages. He's not just the God of the day. He's God of yesterday. He's God of the day and He's God forevermore. He's not only all that. He's the God of the rich. He's God of the poor. He's the God of the whites. He's God of the blacks. He's God of all people. And He always will be God. Nothing's going to take His place. There's no other God but Him. That ought to give you hope right there. That ought to just cheer you up right now in the world of chaos. It may seem like we're going through the tubes. Uh, we've been flushed down the toilets. Uh, but thank God, there's a sovereign God in heaven that's still looking out, uh, that wants to reach down and touch uh, and lift you up. No matter what you go through, God is still there. And one day you're going to look at Him in His face. He talks about the power of the resurrection of God. He said, blessed be the God and the Father. He's not only God, He's also Father. He's not only world Father. He's not the heathen's Father. He's not the wicked's Father. But I want to say I'm going to raise my hand tonight and tell you that He is my Father by the authority of the Word of God. The Bible said if your mother and your father forsake you, that He will pick you up. He will gather you unto Himself. He will take you up. 
I thank God for the day that he found me. Found me as a sinner. He found me lost and undone. He came to where I was and he picked me up. He is the father to the fatherless. And he brought me into the family. Thank God. He is still God. Blessed be God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ was according to his abundant mercy. I just love that word mercy. Boy, I'm telling you what. There's the help tonight. We see the hope. We see the honor. We, but the help is that abundant mercy. Tonight I'm glad there is mercy with the Lord. The Bible said that his mercy is new every morning. In the book of Psalms, the writer repeated it over and over and over and over. His mercy endureth forever. I'm glad God is a God of justice and a God of a judgment and a God of wrath, but I'm so glad that God is a God of mercy tonight. I'm glad there's mercy for you and I tonight in a world of chaos. He is a merciful God. And this abundantly. And it's mercy that keeps us going. That unseen hand that guides us when we can't seem to see the way through. Uh, when you get down, uh, you're down on your knees. You're about ready to throw the towel in. You're about ready to back up. And all of a sudden, some unseen hand gives you a little nudge forward. Said, hey, don't give up, dear child. No, keep on walking. Hold your head up. It'll all be over someday. Don't quit walking. Just keep on going. Keep going for God. Power is resurrection. The abundant mercy hath begotten us again. How do you get that begotten again? You must be born again. Jesus told Nicodemus, you must be born again. I'm glad for the day I got born again in the family of God. It is a lively hope. When one dies, uh, they become stiff. They can't move. There's no life and there's no breath. But the Bible said it's a lively hope. Uh, that means when you die, there's a lively hope. Uh, there's a spirit that comes inside of you and you're born again. Mm. Mm. Boy, <laughs> they said, how in the world can you be born again? I'm telling you, I know how I got born again. It wasn't by some preacher laying his hand on me and praying me. It wasn't by me repeating that some little prayer after that. It was the Holy Ghost that got inside of me. And he said, hey, you're now my child. Everything's washed away. I got born again. I got lively hope. I got a new song. I got a new voice. I got a new reason. I got a new start. I got a new life it's a lively hope praise God but ain't nothing like a bunch of dead Baptists sitting in the pews amen I'm telling you it says you have a lively hope y'all let your face y'all let your face know that you're born again Amen. 
tell you, I preached in the church one time. I said, man, I can't preach life into you. I can't do it. I cannot preach life into you. But I tell you what, if you ever get a hold of one I got a hold of, you'll get life inside of you. Amen. Shake a little bit. Let, let your body know that you, hey, it, it ain't over yet. I, I've got a home that I'm going to. Praise God. This is all I have is this. I'll be miserable. I'll be miserable. It's that power, that resurrection. And, and can I tell you this? Let me tell y'all this. It might help y'all out. When your rebirth don't happen at resurrection day. Let me say that again. Your rebirth don't happen at resurrection day. Your birth, your rebirth got when you got born again. Hey, ain't none of us waiting for that resurrection day, but thank God, when I got born again, he came inside of me. I've got that lively hope. I've got something inside of me that the world can't take from me. The world didn't give it to me. The government can't take it from me. The government didn't give it to me. I got it from God himself. He says, you are mine. It's that lively hope. Boy, don't that just encourage you right there? Don't that just want to make you? Hey, Amen. When I get that thing fixed, I'll be able to go. Hey, Amen. Get it fixed. Get it right. John 5, 24. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation but pass from death unto life you ain't gotta wait you born again let the world know it I am born again I'm a child of God I've got a home I've got something to look forward to this world is not my home it's chaos it's a mess I've gone to ooh. man man the power is resurrection. The promise of the reward is comforting for words in a world of chaos. The Bible said in verse number four to an inheritance incorruptible, undefiled, that fadeth not. Oh, I love that. That fadeth not away, reserved in heaven. This is a promise of inheritance. This is a promise of reward that has been revealed to you and I. And this promise has been reserved for us in heaven. When I was growing up, I did not realize until I look back now that we were poor. I thought we were just like everybody else. You know, and my, my, my family, my grandmother's family on my daddy's side, if you was there at supper time, there was a pecking order. It was the adults, the junior adults, and then all the other ones. And let me just tell you, that I came a family from a family that they love to eat. Love to eat. 
And by the time it get down to us, we get inside there, you may get some biscuit and you may get a little gravy on that biscuit and you better be happy with it. I figured out how to get food in my grandmother's house. Get up early in the morning, stoke the fire and sit in the kitchen while she's baking. She would make them big old whole cake biscuits. She would get that thing out, cut me one of them up, and put some hunk of butter in it. She'll pour some coffee into a saucer, and I sit there and put a little molasses, like, uh, uh, that, uh, molasses on it. Yeah. Mm. You, you, get, you had to learn how to get some food. But we were poor. I mean, real poor. I rode in a car one time when these electric cars, you, you can't hear the engine running. We stopped at a stoplight, and I thought it went dead. I'm, as your car went dead, no, it ain't dead. And she stepped on the gas, and we, oh, Lord, have my time. Every time we stop it. My day, when I was a kid, you stopped the stoplight, and that car went, you got a problem. It wasn't pushing that gas pedal and keep, keep on going. No, you had a problem. You could get out and fix it or get out and push it off the road somebody would run over you. But we were poor. And I'm telling you, when my daddy left this world, he didn't leave me anything. I wasn't even in his will. When my mama leaves this world, she ain't leaving me anything. I'm not in her will. But there is a will that I am. I've inherited something. And it's better than anything in this world. I have an inheritance that's in heaven. And let me tell you what, I shout that. I am glad I have been put in the will of my father. Amen. He, there is a reward for you and I, and that ought to just make you happy. Comfort you in this world of chaos. Got nothing for you in this world. For everybody. I want to keep on standing. Not, listen. Now, I, I want to keep on standing because it's not because of who I am or what I know. I want to keep on standing for who I'm standing for. I don't want to give up. I want to die on the battlefield. I don't want to back up, turn around, and walk off on God. I, when God comes to get me, I want to be found uh, worthy. I want to be found fighting. I want to be found as a child of God. I want to hear that, welcome thou good and faithful servant. That's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting to hear those words. That is a promise of God. You stand faithful to him. He'll stay faithful to you. Amen. It ought, to make you, it ought to make you, that's just like eating cheesecake. Ooh, that's real good right there. That's real good stuff right there. Amen. Praise the Lord. I, just, I talked to a preacher the other day. He's talking about, well, the old preacher's gone now. We're, we're trying to find something new. We're looking for a new path. I said, what? He said, yeah, we're looking for a new path. I said, but the Bible says, seek the old path. When you find it therein, walk there in it. He says, you can't, there's nothing new. 
There, there is no new God. There's no new path. There's no new salvation. It's still the plan of God it was back then. It's still the plan of God today. It still will be the plan of God at the end of time. It ain't changing. God will let me stand. If mercy is there, God will let me stand because I'm standing for Him. It's what He's done. We see our protection. Verse number 5. Who are kept by the power of God through faith. He didn't say by your works. He didn't say by your good looks. He didn't say by your money. But kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation. Ready to be revealed in that last time. We are kept by his power. That is our strength. That's the substance of our faith unto salvation. I, I don't know what's going to happen to America. But I don't know what's going to go on to happen. I know what's going to happen in the churches. I, I don't know what's going to happen in Washington. But I do know what's going to happen to the people of God. This world may be turned upside down. But everything's, everything's good in my father's house. Everything's still steady in my father's house on the other side. The sun, the sun is still shining. And let me tell you, the land, the saints are still singing and they're still shouting. There's still praising going on on the other side. It sounds sweeter every day and it makes me rejoice that I get to go there someday. We're one day closer today than we were yesterday. There ain't nothing been shook up in my father's house. It's still the same from the very beginning of time. Ain't nothing being rocked up there. Who kept through the power of God through faith. Some days my faith is low. You've heard people say, it's time to get tough. Time to take a stand. No, you should have already been tough. You should have already done took a stand. This world is in a mess. If all I have to live for is this world, I would be most miserable. The American dream has become American nightmare. There is no hope in this world. But praise God, the Bible said, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. There is hope in this world. It's not in the world. It's out of this world. There's hope beyond this world. And can I tell you this? I'm looking for a better day. I'm looking for a better day. Because I'm looking for the one who started it all. <laughs> he started it all. And guess what? He gets to finish it all. I, 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 I kind of hear Jesus sitting on the edge of the seat, the throne beside his father, just waiting for his father. Say, Son, go get your people. Yes, Dad, I'm gone. Oh, what a sound that's going to be. What a sight that's going to be. When the clouds roll back, 
Jesus, whoo, Jesus steps out. Say, hey, it's all over now. I've made it right. I've come back. I said if I go, I'll come again. I, here I am. I'm coming back to get you. And I'm taking you that where I am, though you may also be. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We're, we're in a mess. If this world is your home, you're in a mess. If you have hope in this world, you ain't got no hope. If you're putting your faith in this world, you got some weak faith. But if you put it in Jesus Christ, that is the, all the hope that you need. Looking into the Jesus, that blessed hope, coming back. He's coming back. Did, did I say that? Did, he, did I say he's coming back? I, I, don't sound like y'all got that. Don't sound like you really believe that. Do, do you really believe that? Oh, you don't, y'all don't believe that. You don't believe that. No, you don't. Yeah, I believe that. No, you don't. You don't. Do you believe he's coming back? Yeah. Praise God, he's coming back. Yeah. This ain't my world. This ain't my hope. It's there. But there's some words of comfort in a world of chaos tonight. I love America, but I don't love what she's became. I'm not going to hold on to America. I'm holding on to that blessed hope. He is the hope. 